Capital Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SBA Quarterly, sharing insights from SBA's work and from across the social sector. Hello, this is Karen Proud, editor of the SBA Quarterly, and I'm delighted to be introducing a few teasers from the staff and board picks for you to listen to, watch or read over the summer holidays. A small selection of staff share their recommendations and I hope you enjoy some of these. Hi, my name's Katie Legal and I'm one of the marketing managers in the Melbourne office. My pick for this year was Nanette by Hannah Gadsby, which I saw on Netflix. Comedian Hannah Gadsby does her stand-up show in the Sydney Opera House and she explains why she's going to give up comedy. Quite simply, this left me speechless and shattered and in awe all at the same time. Many people before her have told stories of discrimination and the personal toll it's taken on them, but it was her delivery of this that floored me. She makes you laugh at experiences she's had and then suddenly rips the carpet out from under your feet by delivering the reality of those experiences and pointing out the devastating, lifelong consequences lying just millimetres below her funny, witty and sarcastic surface. Whether she was speaking softly and slowly or angrily shouting into the microphone, she articulated her thoughts with a level of insight I've never witnessed before. It highlighted that I cannot know just how difficult life can be for people who feel that they're living outside of the norm and don't belong. Hi, this is James Dutfield. I'm a director of the consulting team in Sydney. Now, one of my favourite books for the year, which was both challenging, entertaining and quite amusing, is Utopia for Realists and How We Can Get There by a guy called Rutger Bregman. Now, this guide is a guide to a revolutionary yet achievable utopia, and it's supported by multiple ideas, studies, lively anecdotes, and numerous success stories. Um, Although Rutger might have been a little bit selective in those stories. Anyway, a key theme of the book is why we should give free money to everyone. Now, something that surprised me, I never realised how close the US actually came to a basic income plan when the 1970 Nixon's Family Assistance Plan passed the House but not the Senate. Now, it didn't pass the Senate because the Democrats said it didn't go far enough. That's pretty amazing. Anyway, social problems are correlated to inequality, not GTP, not income. Why don't financial literacy programs work? Gee, you should read the book. Find out why and have lots of your assumptions challenged. Have a happy Christmas. My name is Mitch Adams and I'm a consultant in the SVA Perth office. My uh, listening pick for the summer is the Science of Survival podcast by Outside Magazine. I think we've all of us wondered how we would react to situations in the wilderness like being stalked by a wild animal or trapped in a bushfire. And this podcast tells really interesting stories of people who survived those sorts of disasters and delves into some of the science of why they survived. Um, whilst few of us will find ourselves in this situation, one of the common themes that comes out is that those who do survive are those who just refuse to give up. Hi, I'm Rebecca Thomas, Director in the Impact Investing Team. My recommendation is Boy Swallows Universe by Trent Dalton. This novel is effectively a coming-of-age story centred around two brothers with a plot that weaves through tales of friendships, brotherhood and love. Although a work of fiction, 
It is inspired by the author's own childhood and his time growing up in Brisbane's Housing Commission. The book tackles the brother's exposure to domestic violence, mental health issues, alcoholism and crime. It's told through the innocent eyes of a 13-year-old and that really allowed me to see their world and their experiences without any judgement. My childhood didn't feature these things. However, many children throughout Australia don't have that luxury. It took me through a roller coaster of emotions, but the end left me feeling hopeful and thankful. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Nicholas Delu, Associate Director of Partnerships in Sydney office, has a recommendation based on his family history. I have never known my grandfather. His name was Cyril. Cyril Delou and he was born in 1888. I, just like my dad was, am a son of older parents. Cyril survived the First World War as a simple soldier, and he lived a life crippled by disease and injuries sustained during the war, in which there was no place to share the trauma and sheer horror that was trench warfare. As so many vets, he kept it all in, and all I have left are a couple of pictures and medals and the frustration that I will never know what he went through. That's why I've chosen the Great Swindle as my Christmas pick. It's also very fitting considering the 100th anniversary of this useless abomination. A great book, winner of the Prix Goncourt in France, which is the equivalent to the Man Booker Prize. The Great Swindle is set in the immediate aftermath of the First World War, and it follows the story of two forgotten, mentally and physically broken soldiers embarking on an ambitious and rather dodgy scheme to defraud French municipalities by selling fake war memorials. The book is funny, sad, and a much-needed reminder that war stinks, literally. My name is Lou Campbell and I'm a principal in SVA's consulting team. So my summertime pick is Storyland by Catherine McKinnon. I'm a bit of a sucker for fiction, so I wanted to recommend an Australian novel. This one stay with me for a long time after I read it. Uh, Storyland, it was pipped at the post in this year's Mile Franklin Awards, uh, and it takes you up and down this chronological stepladder from the late 1700s through different eras all the way up to some quite spooky future era and back down again. It's all set in the Illawarra region of New South Wales. And there were three particular things which stayed with me, um, three themes. Uh, the first was this sense of place. Um, and it's strange that a, that a work of fiction can really illuminate what place-based might be all about. Uh, the second one was a very current issue about climate and the impact of climate on people and place. And then the third issue was the relationship with the traditional owners of the land. Um, so it was a fascinating novel and work of fiction um, and one that I found a real joy to, to keep reading. My name's Letitia and I'm a manager in the Impact Investing team. My recommendation is a film called RBG, which is directed by Julie Cohen and Betsy West. This is an inspiring documentary, particularly in the current political environment, which focuses on the life and career of US Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And now 84 years old, Ginsburg was the second woman appointed to the US Supreme Court, um, and it's a position that she's held for the last 25 years. 
The film reflects on and celebrates um, her record of progressive activism um, and her witty and intellectual determination to use the law as an instrument of change. Uh, it touches on some really important issues and it's also um, quite light-hearted and fun in terms of sharing uh, her life. The key takeaway for me was really her way of approaching issues. She's this tiny stature, uh, she's very calm and polite and she tries to understand and get on the side of those uh, with, that have opposing views. Uh, she really mounted her attack on gender inequality slowly, case by case, uh, demonstrating that it takes time and persistence to create change. Uh, I hope you watch it and that you enjoyed it as much as me. My name's Annabelle Downing and I'm an analyst in the consulting team at SBA based in Sydney. This year I read a book called Am I Black Enough For You by Anita Heiss. I'd highly recommend this book for your Christmas reading as it's a memoir about Anita Heiss's life as she shares her personal journey growing up as a Wiradjuri woman in inner Sydney and her struggle with her identity from childhood through to adulthood. The book's striving to break down stereotypes, especially those perpetuated by the media, and the book recounts Heiss's involvement in one of the most important Australian legal decisions of the 21st century, when she joined other journalists in charging the newspaper columnist Andrew Bolt with breaching the Racial Discrimination Act. He was found guilty, and the repercussions continue for both Heiss and the other Indigenous journalists involved in the case. Heiss's writing is very entertaining and also informative and provides a really unique insight into the identity struggle of Indigenous people growing up in inner Sydney today. Hi everyone, my name's Benedict and I'm a consultant in SBA's Sydney office. If you, like me, sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed by what you see, hear and read the news every day, and if you, like me, get the impression that the world seems to go into the wrong direction, that things are getting worse and that we're failing to address the major challenges of our time, I highly recommend Steven Pinker's latest book, Enlightenment Now. Uh, I have to admit I'm recommending this before I finished it. It's quite long, mainly because he tries to look at basically every imaginable and important aspect of our lives, how long we live, how healthy, wealthy and safe we are, many more. But even if I've only read two-thirds of it, it has significantly changed the way I look at things. I don't agree with everything he writes, but his general approach of looking at major challenges from a scientific perspective and presenting data and evidence of the immense progress that we've made over the last 200 years or so is incredibly refreshing. So it's inspired me to look at the problems in this world from a position of strength rather than despair, recognizing there's always more that we can do and there's still a lot that we need to do. I hope it might motivate and encourage you, as it has me, to keep working towards a better world in the belief that we can achieve it knowing how far we've already come. For the full list, head to the SVA quarterly article, Summer Treats, Staff and Board Picks 2018. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA quarterly site www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash.